Today we're going to be talking about I love every little thing about you From the album Music of My Mind uh, Released on the 3rd of March 1972 But also from the album Cyrita Released on the 20th of June 1972 uh, Literally three months later um, As the opening track of that album as well So, uh, you know Sarita, obviously, you know, her husband being very generous in letting her re-record this song so quickly. Uh, the track is 3 minutes 46, and on there is just Stevie Wonder by himself. And joining me to talk about today is Alec right now. Hello, Alec. Hello, good to be here, good to be here. Yeah. 72 was quite the prolific year, because I think Talking Book even came out on the tail end of that year. Yes, it did. His next album. Yeah. So, wow, that's a <laughs> workaholic. Uh, not so much a workaholic in that he, he got a bonus from Motown on his contract if he released an album a year. Um, oh, so he okay. Had, that makes he sense. had to kind of keep that pace up, but I guess he just had the time in 1972 to record two albums. Um, yeah, two albums. You know, and, uh, well, technically three albums. Uh, I don't know how much he actually contributed to Cyrita's in terms of the, um, you know, production. He, co- he like, co-wrote a couple of songs with her. Um, no, actually, he covered like three songs with her, um, and he kind of performed on uh, "To Know You Is to Love You," um, and then also he he kind of wrote another song called "How Many Days" that she performed, uh, you know, and then she did a couple of covers uh, and wrote one song herself on there, um, and you know, this was the opening track that she you know that she did, um, and I think the interesting thing is the production is like s- just kind of slightly different between the two, like. The Stevie Wonder version feels like kind of Stevie, which is like slightly in his bubble and not being influenced by anybody else. Um, and the Cyrita version feels more seventies soul radio. Like there's, it has a certain production. Yeah, it's a lot of funk to it. Yeah, it's like it feels compl- like not completely different, but it just feels like produced in a slightly different way. Like it's going to appeal to a different audience. Um, and it, you know, her voice on it is is wonderful. It's it's weird because she has this kind of like. Um, I would say, like, if it was today, it'd be like a pop princess type voice. Like, it's a, it's quite high in the register, yeah. and you know, when she has the the, yeah. the whole kind of like the run where she sings, you know, I love, I love, I love, I love every little thing about you, kind of like later on in the song, it's very kind of like I don't know it's verging close to disco, but it's not quite disco um, in terms of yeah. production. I don't think she has a super booming voice or anything, no. but it was you know super nice and surly and syrupy it was i i do really appreciate her delivery on this song. yeah yeah and of course they you know for the recording of of her version they kind of like um they gender flip it so all the all the times that stevie says um you know uh the kind of you made such a happy man out of me she says woman and stuff like that um although that would have been interesting if cyrita had sung you made such a happy man out of me i mean that would have been an interesting line for her to sing <laughs> Uh, but I, I kind of like how this feels, again, like this is one of the songs that's written about Cyrita. Um, so this whole kind of thing of like, you know, they they say they say you're not my friend, though you've been here through thick and thin. And for that little girl, I love you. And all I want to do is talk about you, which, of course, you know, that's pretty much what these first two albums were about and what the next kind of couple of albums would also half be about 
is kind of talking about Cyrita and how much he loved her. Um, and I think, you know, this is kind of true in, in Stevie Wonder's life in that, you know, some people were suspicious of the relationship between Cyrita and Stevie. You know, he was obviously very kind of effusive about it. He recorded a number of songs about her. They recorded, you know, the whole of the previous album together, you know, where she was like co-writing every song. Um, and I think some people were maybe suspicious that she was, um, you know, and I hate the term, but maybe like a gold digger, like somebody who's just there to kind of, you know, coast off Stevie's success. You know, it's not like Stevie was unknown when yeah. he released the previous album. <laughs> like the previous album was like his. Yeah, it's not getting that hit. Like the previous album was like the, the 13th or 14th album, something that he'd recorded. Like, you know, it, it, it's like it's not like he was completely unknown. But at the same time, you know, the way he kind of sings about her is she was the person who kind of stopped him from being like stuck in a rut and kind of depressed about the kind of the schedule he was on of just performing and recording albums and performing and recording albums yeah you know in you are the sunshine of my life he says you know uh you were the one who saw i was lonely and came to my rescue so like you know that's a like if that's how stevie was kind of feeling like that you know he, the kind of life he was in was just this constant treadmill of performance and recording um you know and the fact that he like she's been there with him through thick and thin uh, it's worth saying that their, you know, their marriage was very short, um, and, and by all accounts, it was pretty kind of tumultuous. There was like a lot of arguments and stuff, and most of that came about because Stevie was constantly recording albums and was constantly in the studio. And so, and so even even yeah, though he's the studio, right? yeah, even though he's spending his time saying how much he loves her, and you know, he's in this, he says, you know, I'm here to say I love you more each day, and I just want to tell the world that I love you so. Like, even though he's expressing that in songs. I think Cyrita was kind of saying, why can't you just come home and say that to my face instead of like, you know, spending hours in the studio recording stuff. Um, and some of the musicians yeah. from around this time have kind of said that, you know, because Stevie, you know, is blind, he wasn't governed by the hours of the day. Like when he woke up, he woke up. And then when he went to record, he went to record. And occasionally they would get phone calls at like three in the morning or four in the morning where Stevie's like, come in and put down your bass part or, you know, come in and put your guitar part down. Yeah. And that's because he didn't know what time of day it was because he didn't really, you know, didn't really dictate when yeah. he did stuff. He was on his own time. Yeah. And I, and I think that's also something that kind of affected his relationship with his wife, you know, is like he was spending so yeah. much time in the studio. Um, and even then when he's saying, you know, they, they put me down because I love you as much as I do, you know, like he's kind of he's spending a lot of time in these songs saying how much he loves Cyrita. But then, you know, the fact that he wasn't wasn't spending time with her is what ended up with them getting divorced so quickly. Although, of course, after yeah. that point, they still stayed friends for the rest of her life. So I think. Yeah. And collaborative partners. Yeah. Even. Yeah. And the fact still writing and singing on each other's songs. Yeah. The fact that her album is the first album that kind of comes out after like they were recording it up until February 1972. And that was when they got divorced. So, you know, they were recording the album all the way up until the point when they got divorced. And then after this, he still did, a, a, you know, another album with her in 1974. So, you know, like it, it's, it's not like they, you know, they kind of, you know, they they broke up and they never spoke again. You know, like they they were the kind of even after this point, she still start, you know, she still co-wrote the odd song on some of the future albums that we're going to talk about. So, you know, it's it's kind of yeah. interesting how close they were. But like, I guess being married just didn't kind of work for them. Um, you know, like they, yeah. they were better off kind of just as, as kind of working partners rather than, you know, having the pressure of the kind of domestic side of it. Um, yeah. And Stevie was very, um, I always forget how young he is, even during his genius period, because he's only 21, I think, by the time that marriage wraps up. So they must have been, he must have been like 19 or maybe early 20 when they got married. Yeah. 
So maybe there was a bit of immaturity. I don't know of how much older Sarita is than Stevie. She was four years older than him. That, so four years older. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's not the worst kind of difference. Yeah. But, you know, still, you know, twenty, twenty one, nineteen, that's you know, quite a young age to be like fully developed and know what you want out of a relationship and stuff like that. So yeah, there was probably also The fact that he'd been performing since he was like nine years old. You know, he's not he's not an ordinary nineteen year old. Like by the time he gets to nineteen Yeah, that's probably true. You know, he's he's kind of seen the world and, and so I think he does kind of have a clear idea of what he wants to do. Um but yeah, I mean I Yeah. I love both how that makes I love sense. how both Stevie and Cyrita deliver the chorus, which is, you know, I love, I love, I love, I love every little thing about you, baby. Oh, I love the way the verse just goes into the chorus. I feel like it just creeps up on it. Yeah. You know, there's not many instruments that begin in this song. And as the verse keeps going, more instruments are added until like the chorus is just like the climax of it all. I think it's just such a fantastic buildup. Yeah. The verse into the chorus is definitely the highlight of the song to me. Yeah, and, and and I think like in the the second half of the song where he's you know he's got these verses where he says, uh, though they say that I am wrong because my love is strong. There's only one one I place above you. It's God that I place above you. <laughs> so it's it's like okay, it's like God, Sirita, everybody else. Uh, and he says, of course, girl, I just want to say I love you more each day. I want to tell the world that I love you. So and then he says, some folks say it's strange. My whole life has changed. You saved all the pain the world's put on me. Again, like this, like that's the kind of sentiment that he, like he's always, whenever he's kind of talking about Sirita and his songs, he's always between this, this idea that he, you know, it was kind of a lonely kind of life as an artist and she's the one that saved him from that. And again here, like, you know, you saved me from all the pain the world's put on, on me. And, you know, all I want to do is talk about you. So again, like he's constantly recording songs about her. Um, and then we kind of get the little bridge into the chorus, you know, with him saying, I'm here to say love you every day, telling everybody that. And then, of course, he says, I love you so. Oh, 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 oh. And then we get the chorus, you know, pretty much to the kind of fade out, basically, over and over again. The I love, I love, I love every little thing about you, baby. And I, I don't know. I just like kind of the joy that Stevie Wonder has when he's kind of singing these love songs um, on this kind of album and the next couple as well. And, you know, even the previous one. Um, that's one of the things that I kind of love about Stevie Wonder. Like he just has this very kind of like he's not going to do kind of like tricksy things when it comes to his love songs. It's very much like his voice is the front of it and the instrumentation just supports like him delivering these love songs. And and that's kind of one of the things yeah. I love about just this song and, you know, a number of the other love songs as I'll get to them as we go through these albums. But it's just such a, you know, like the, the kind of the, the sentiment that he has for this person that he's in love with is so kind of pure. Um, and kind of this is this is where you can kind of I think tell the difference between this album and the previous album where he was like co-writing stuff with Sirita. Sirita's stuff is a bit more kind of uh, poetic and stuff, whereas here the emotion is very simple and it's like you know, yeah. I'm here to say every day. You know, like it, the rhymes are very simple, the sentiments very simple, and he doesn't kind of mess around with any kind of like fancy you know structure or anything. He's just literally like verse and then the chorus, which just kind of you know builds and builds and builds. Like you say, it feels like a a kind of you know a kind of climax um and in the outro he then kind of i don't know he probably one of my favorite little things about it is just this whole thing where he keeps saying you know sugar all right cookie you know pudding candy big old piece of cake like just this kind of the ref, like kind of i don't know i'm guessing like at least one of those sounds delicious yeah but i'm guessing at least one of those is probably like a kind of you know uh, a nickname yeah, play name yeah or and it's like a nickname yeah. that they had and so it's nice to kind of have this just this little insight into the relationship between the two of them um, and like I said, Cyrita's yeah. version, it's, you know, it feels more kind of typically 
um, 70s. And, I, you know, I'm guessing like a few years later, she probably would have ended up doing it as like a disco song. Because um, that's where it fit. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like she, like, you know. Uh, More of a sign of the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like the like production on her album is a little bit more kind of straightforward, uh, and it's it's less kind of you know it's more just about having her kind of sing and then other people kind of you know producing stuff uh, kind of around her. Um, and interestingly, she, you know, she kind of even went to like you know London and uh, and New York and Los Angeles to record her songs. Uh, while obviously, I think at the time Stevie Wonder was just in New York at uh, Electric Lady, just recording all his stuff there. So. Um, maybe a few of these songs she kind of needed to get some distance from Stevie to <laughs> to kind of get them recorded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's it's kind it's kind of interesting how kind of uh, to me it it's like it, it feels like this is kind of part of like an epic love story between Stevie and Cyrita. Like you know the songs that co- are on these these first couple of albums, um, anything that's kind of like a love song is really about their relationship. Um, and you know this kind of just having I love every little thing about you is the only song that's kind of shared between these two albums in 72. Um, and I think that kind of, that kind of shows like, you know, that, that kind of both of them felt the sentiment that's expressed in the song. Uh, of course they, they felt yeah. it right up until the February of that year and then they got divorced. Um, but like I said, they, you know, they worked together so much after that and, you know, he sang at her funeral, you know, like, so they never kind of fell out. I think it was just the issue of, you know, working together was a lot harder for them while they were married than when they weren't married. You know, I think when they weren't married, they kind of maybe had their freedom to be like, you know, in the studio 22 hours a day. Whereas, you know, when they were married, I feel like, you know, obviously there's different demands that are kind of put on, on a couple. So um, I would say for me, probably this song, um, I'm going to say uh, a strong four and a half out of five. Uh, I would actually say the Cyrita version, even though it's a little less imaginative in terms of its production, I would probably say... I don't know, four and three quarters out of five. I don't think either of them are a five out of five, but I think her version is just a little tiny bit. It's a bit more kind of upbeat, uh, you know, and kind of a, a bit more kind of uh, fun, uh, whereas his version mm-hmm. still has a little bit of the, particularly the kind of lines like, you saved me from all the pain in the world. Like, it's like, there's still a little bit of kind of melancholy in some of the delivery that Stevie puts out there, but, you know, still a great song. Um, and also, you know... yeah. Like we say, this is Stevie Wonder. He's twenty-one. He's doing everything. You know, he's playing the Fender. Oh, yeah. He's playing the drums. Yeah, the bongos, the drums. Yeah. Very, very good drums on this song. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I think by this time, everything Stevie does is just so naturally infectious. Like when I'm listening to music on my mind, I'm with him the entire journey. Just you know, as you were saying, his just natural raw ability. You know, everything he says just feels like it's straight, like from the heart. It's naked. There's not. You know, on this song, nothing seems to be like it's a double meaning metaphor kind of thing. It's just pure out there. And um, I love, love, love. I give this song credit for like my, my like Stevie Wonder like fandom because I've always, you know, been an appreciator. I had his, um, one of his compilation albums and it had Superwoman on it. And I love that song to death. That song, all, all the motions of that song are just insane to me. So I remember one of the first things I did when I got Spotify was listen to Stevie Wonder's Superwoman. And the next song that came on was the next song on the album, which was I Love Every Little Thing About You. And before before I was like could stop myself, I'd already listened to the entire album because it just meshes so together. I was so with the ups and downs of all the crazy turns that Stevie took us on with this album. And I just think that Superwoman, I love every little thing about you just go along so perfectly to me it, it's like the 
it's a great track to follow. So I think for me, I would I would probably give this song a a five, probably a light five, but I, it's it's definitely one of my favorite Stevie songs, and it, you know really kind of jump started my whole fandom of listening to Stevie's um, albums and stuff, just like greatest hits. I mean, for me, the only reason not they're not fives is because obviously we've still got four more albums after this <laughs> where, yeah where, exactly you know, things get even better so uh well then let's go to plugs is there anything yeah. that you wish to plug alec um alec reyna 98 is my twitter i love stevie wonder um i love music music of my mind i love you know it's, it's great stuff and i always appreciate being on the show so thanks for the opportunity and you can find this project at uh stevie by wonder on twitter thanks for walking in my guest here right? oh yeah anytime Bye. Whoa!